Welcome to Life Unlimited, where we are committed to empowering women everywhere to be at the top of their game by implementing healthy habits, gaining a positive, no BS attitude, and ultimately creating a limitless life. We hope you enjoy and subscribe. What is up, everyone? And welcome to the Life Unlimited coaching channel. We have a special guest here today, Vera, who is one of my bestest friends. And she's also a coach um, for kind of, she does basically the same thing I do. So you're in for a treat there, but Vera has a cool story. And so I wanted to bring her on to the podcast and the YouTube channel because I wanted her to kind of share her, her background, her experience and her health journey with us. So to start off though, Vera, why don't you tell everybody all about you? Oh, Hi. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited. It's been a second since I chatted with you. So I don't know if I can tell you all about myself, but I'll share a little thing, like a few things about myself. So like Kayla said, I'm also a coach. I um, classify myself as a wellness coach. Um, I have three children. They're 12, 9, and 7. I've been in this industry for about 12 years. I had successfully lost 80 pounds and not only kept it off, but also improved all of the other areas of my life. I also own my own supplement company and I have a really cool t-shirt store. I mean, we also make pants and mugs and stuff like that, but we just specialize in making funny shirts for working out and the rest of the time when I'm not working, I'm working with my kids. So first I coach adults and then I coach children you know, the rest of my day, and then I go to bed at 9pm. So this is just a little bit about me. Um, Doesn't sound that exciting, does it? It could be pretty exciting to people, I think. You just named like four things that you do on top of being a mom and being a coach. I mean, isn't that kind of like what we do? We just do things that need to be done. And we just make it happen. Because otherwise, what do we have left complaining and being a victim so true (laughs) oh so true okay so vera when did you when would you say that you well how long so you've been in the industry for 12 years what were you doing before that when did you decide that you wanted to lose the 80 pounds so i had never been into fitness so i moved uh to the us from russia when i was 21 that was 2004 and I was always, you know, actually, like I have been dieting since I was 14. So I grew up with a mom who was always on a diet. And we have this very specific mindset in Russia. So culturally in Russia, we always had a deficit of man because of all of the wars that we had. All the men died. So there was always a high competition, you know, to have a husband, uh, to get a boyfriend. So there are always more men than women. So standards for women were always high. You had to be skinny, you have to be pretty, you have to have makeup on, you have to wear heels. So that's just something that I grew up with. That was just our environment. So since I was 14, I was dieting. I started to take some classes, um, mostly like cardio classes and stuff. Uh, We were always on different diets, cabbage diet, kefir diets, uh, buckwheat diet, like name one single product, eat only that for four weeks, that's your diet. And then when I moved here, I was exposed to all different foods and the variety of like culture is very different. Um, Eating out was like a lot more accessible. So I started to actually gain quite a lot of weight in the beginning. 
And then I went on a wine diet and I lost all the weight and I was very, very skinny. So I think the lowest that I had always been, ever been, I was 117 pounds. Wasn't a good time in my life. Had a, you know, sad relationship. Was pretty depressed. Now looking back, I'm like, I know what was happening, right? But in the moment, you never know. And so in 2010, I had my first baby and something happened. And I just one day found myself at 220 pounds. And I don't know how I got there. I'm like, you know, not eating so bad. I'm pretty active, you know, running after one child. So I wasn't active and I wasn't eating great. And I was drinking too much and I was eating too much, um, too much of the very calorie dense foods. And I wasn't exercising. And so one day somebody just told my husband at the time, told me that I gained, you know, a few pounds and maybe it's time to lose the weight. And I just got really angry and I'm like, you dare me. And so... I just made a decision that this is the time and I'm going to, I'm going to show them, I'm going to show them what I can do. And so I did. How did you lose the weight the first time or that time? How did you a do variety it? of diets. You know, I um, tried Atkins diet. I tried low fat diet. I tried low carb diet. Um, I limited my food intake and I got myself into a gym. I think that was like one of the first very, very important things that I did is I found a gym that was an accident, but it just, it was a huge impact on the rest of my career in general. I joined the gym, was actually invited to a gym by a friend. It was a women only community. And I had a personal trainer there who I really, really liked, who taught me how to start lifting weights. And then we had some competitions, some friendly competitions, and I'm very competitive by nature. So I'm like, I want to win this. And then people started to notice my results. And that made me feel really better. I felt validated. I felt like my results are being seen and being heard. So I'm like, okay, I want to get more of that. But that first piece that I, I exposed myself to a community of women who are supportive, who have similar goals, that was critical. Because I think a lot of times when we... Um, start journeys like that we find a gym like planet fitness or something else which i understand it's cheap and we don't always feel like we can invest more money into something like personal development physical development um, but that was that was very expensive at a time it was like 47 dollars a month i'm like well you know what i'm gonna make an investment and so that was a big piece of my success is being surrounded by women who are supportive, who are also working on similar goals and having a trainer who focused on what's efficient versus what's kind of like just making you sweaty, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I'm going to go back to something you said that I thought was interesting because I'm sure, well, I've heard it a lot as a coach, these beliefs that we have, that we like, we're doing everything right. We don't understand what's happening, you know? And so you mentioned that that was something that you did. You're like, well, I'm eating. Okay. And I'm active. I chase kid around all day. So what would you tell someone who is in an unhealthy state, but, and they have these beliefs that like, they're not doing that bad. Right. And I think a lot of it, it's just, we have these certain beliefs, like you said, that we developed over the years. Uh, come from social media, comes from your parents, your friends, um, all of the environments that you have in your life. So the first thing that I like, the first thing that I do with my clients in general, because I mean, you can figure that out on your own, and it's going to take you like 10 years, like it took me or whatever, you know, how many years doesn't matter. But as coaches, we can provide people with 
little shortcuts because we just have more experience, right? So ask yourself, what does that mean? I'm not eating that bad. What does that mean? What bad means to you and what good means to you? Like, what are those things? Why do we classify some foods as bad and good? Why do we classify some um, amounts of foods, you know, bad and good? And why do we classify some calorie amounts as bad and good? So first of all, like we need to establish a baseline, understand what does that mean, good or bad? And how much do you actually eat? And do you actually know how much you eat? Because about 500% of the time, people <laughs> don't know how much they eat. Because we can be like, oh, you know, approximately, I think I'm eating 1,200 calories. I'm like, that's probably 3,200 calories right there. Uh, but because we don't get educated mm-hmm. on this specifically, uh, my mom always told me that, you know, um, cabbage is good food and you need to eliminate all the food group because you need to be skinny and that knowledge did not serve me well right so instead of feeling like you don't eat that bad why don't you find out why don't exactly. you find out so yeah do some do some research create your become your own science experiment even right i think it's like one of these like one of the hardest things in the beginning it's because you don't really know where to go and how to look for things and because things are just being constantly dumped on us you have to do this you have to do that like you don't have to do anything at all and that's the thing is that you don't have to do most of the things that you're being promoted to Mm -hmm. but what you do need to know you do need to know how much you eat you need to know what you eat and you need to separate feelings about particular foods from the effect they create on your body. That's all it is. Simple. 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 So what made the difference for you, though, was having a community of support and then having someone actually guide you in a way that was effective. Right. And that was mostly about fitness. And nobody really taught me how to eat properly. So that was, again, more of like an accident. I ran into the community on, I believe it was Facebook. And I ran into the If It Fits Your Macros community. Mm-hmm. And that approach was very appealing to me mm-hmm. because they promote that you can eat ice cream and you can lose weight. I mean, yeah. yes, yes. And I just learn how to start assessing my calories. I start, I learned how to read the labels. I read like a whole bunch of stuff about what goes into what. And so I learned how to start planning my meals and how to plan my calories. In the beginning, I didn't know that that should be based on if an assessment. So I would just take an online calculator. I would calculate my own calories, my macronutrients, and I would follow that. But what was very interesting to me is I figured I'm like, well, it's not really working how they say it's working. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, hmm, interesting. Why is that? And so then later in life, I learned that it's probably best to assess what I'm actually eating so that I can make adjustment based on that number versus just having somebody tell you, oh, you need to eat 1500 calories, 1500 calories of what? Like my 1500 calories are not the same as yours because we also weigh things differently. We log them differently. We track them differently. There's always, you know, about 20% chance of error. So, so yeah. So I learned my own numbers. I like it. 
what do you feel like was the biggest catalyst? Because so now, fast forward, what? How long ago was that that you lost the weight? So that was 10 years ago. So fast forward 10 years, she's an ultra Spartan runner. And a fact. fact, she and you like compete in everything. You qualify for the worlds or was it worlds or nationals in the high worlds, yeah. mm-hmm. worlds first try <laughs> pretty competitive what can i say pretty competitive so what do you think was the catalyst that ter- like transformed you into who you are today could you, you know something? i think in the beginning when at that gym we had our first biggest loser competition which i won and i got to taste victory okay and i really really like that feeling and so I keep wanting to get more of that feeling. And now I know how to get it. You just keep winning. Yeah. So I like, it was the first time that I'm like, I'm so proud of myself. And it felt really good to be proud of myself, not having other people to say, you know, we're proud of you, but being able to say, I did this, I follow through and I'm proud of myself. So that's when I started to first learning about integrity Again, accidentally, a lot of things happen by accident. But if you keep good enough track, then you start putting two and two together. And you're like, okay, well, now the puzzle, like all of the pieces kind of come together. And now it makes a lot more sense. So when does so, but win? winning feels really good. Winning does. I like winning. Yeah. What do you feel like? Because um, now you coach others. So when did you start? wanting to help others do the same thing? So I want to say it was probably 2014. And I actually worked for a friend of mine for about a year and a half. And she was probably one of the first people who invented the online coaching because we were coaching women online back then. And we had like Facebook group and we used like all different materials. And so I did that for a while. And then I had (laughs) Olivia bless you. Then I had Olivia in 2015. And, you know, 2015 was also like a very turning year in my life. Because that was the year I decided that I'm going to set myself a new year resolution that is very scary and very challenging. So I decided, so, you know, I started running by then, like I ran a few things, I think I ran like half marathon, a couple of five k's before I got pregnant with Olivia. And I'm like, well, what can I challenge myself with? That is something that I have never, ever done. And so I decided that I'm going to, I'm going to train for triathlon. And so I did not know how to swim. I mean, I can, I can float. Okay. Um, hot tub, you know, lazy river, like I love all of those, but I didn't know how to swim and I was really not comfortable with the bike. And I'm like, okay, so these are the things that are super challenging to me. So I'm going to, challenge myself. I'm going to take that step and I'm going to get super scared. I'm going to do it. So I had a live in 2015 in June. In September, I signed up for that try and I did run that try in September. Didn't like it. I did finish it. And I'm like, "Mm, interesting. So things can be scary and exciting at the same time. And so you can still overcome that and then you get to taste that victory again. So I'm like, interesting. I like that feeling. And I think it's like a little bit later in 2015 or maybe beginning of 2016, uh, my friend and I were separated. It wasn't a good separation, but I decided I'm like, okay, so I'm going to do my own thing. So I opened the gym in 2016, 
But yeah, it was probably end of 2013 when I started to help others because I felt like there are a lot of women in my gym who basically are in the same position. They're in the same situation and they struggle with losing weight. And I'm like, well, there must be something that I can help them with because I'm an average person. I'm not an athlete. I don't have a degree in kinesiology. I don't, I'm not a dietitian and I'm just a regular mom. I have a lot of kids. Well, at that point I only had two, but only, only two. And I'm like, if I can do this, what can I do to help them to like, to kind of get them to the point where they can taste that victory, that sweet taste of victory too. So you got, you're addicted to winning and then you got addicted to help others taste winning. Right. And so a lot of times you'll hear coaches say, well, you know, like I like to help people. I mean, yes, all of that is true. I love to help people. You love to help people. But what not a lot of people say is how much I love the feeling when my clients are winning, because really I feel so accomplished and I feel so like, it's just so rewarding Mm -hmm. to see other people succeed. So really the bigger part of it is like, I'm doing it for myself because we do, I mean, all of the things that we do, we do them for ourselves, you know, it's just not everybody would admit it, but like, it's okay to do things for yourself. Like when your kids are winning at a game or like at school, like you feel good because you're like, I'm such a good mom that I taught them how to be so good. So it's really not about them. It's about you anyway. Pride comes from like being the mom that produced that child over there. Yeah. You're like, I'm doing a good job being a mom here. That's right. Watch me. Yep. We're winning. Mm -hmm. I like it. So if somebody wanted to get in touch with you and talk to you about your program, what would be the best way? The easiest way to find me is on Facebook and Instagram. It's my first name, last name, Vera Stepina. Instagram is Vera underscore Stepina. And my website is sgtransformation.com. And there's a really quick contact form. You submit the form, make a Zoom appointment with me. We chat, decide if you like me, you know, we can work together. Maybe, maybe you don't like me and that's okay too, because there are like millions of other coaches that maybe you will like better. So true. All right. Well, thanks for chatting with us today, Vera. Your story's so cool. We'll probably have to have you on again sometime. Oh, I would love to come back. You know, like what I do like, I like to talk. Well, yeah, it's fun. We can talk. We could talk uh, about workout styles for moms. Oh, I love that. I love that topic. Yeah, love to do that. Well, thanks for tuning in. So if you sell your, say your Instagram and your Facebook one more time so everybody can know where to follow you. My Facebook is Vera Stepina and my Instagram is Vera underscore Stepina. Okay. So this is Vera. Everybody go follow her. And we are so appreciative of having her on. And we will Thank chat. you so much for having me. We'll chat with you next episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Life Unlimited podcast. We hope you found this content valuable and we hope you subscribe and listen in again soon.